0: Hello, it's Hillary H. Baum Livingston-Butler with an audio postcard on a Saturday night. And we just wanted to commemorate that Hillary and Mike, the jail dude, are actually together in Austin.
1: Yes, we are. Hard by the uh, shores of Waller Creek at the Easy Tiger. (laughs) Uh, restaurant uh, off 6th Street or on 6th Street, I guess. Yeah. I never thought I'd be a 6th Street guy, but <laughs> here I am. Uh, Hillary is looking all kinds of fine tonight.
0: <laughs> well, I stuffed myself into a pair of jeans, so, you know. Hair is on point.
1: <laughs> Just looking good.
0: <laughs> That's how I do it when I actually go out and I'm not in, like, workout clothes. But um, we've had a good time. We hung out with some 10s that were um, 10s from an era that we are not from, but it was fun regardless. Um, We're on Dirty Six, which is weird. It's very like we're in college. I've had three glasses of wine. Mm -hmm. I don't know how tomorrow is going to turn out, but
1: we're having fun. I think I feel obligated to puke in the lift uh, (laughs) on my way home just because that's the way it works.
0: Just spend that two hundred dollar deposit. It's it's fine. Yeah. Emily's not with you, it's fine. Yeah,
1: I w- Emily wanted to come but uh when I got ready to leave at about five forty five and was getting ready to call a lift, she was already asleep, so uh my husband
0: is here and I he's had three beers, so who knows what the night will bring. Yeah, that? <laughs> oh woo. Anyway. His uh, hair is on point, His too, hair, yeah, his hair is on point. His, he has the best hair in the family, he, by far. Great hair. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, T-She folks. Um, this
1: show has everything. Yeah. All
2: right. See come, y'all.
1: Come find us. <laughs>
3: Brighton, Minnesota. I'm Ann Lundholm, and this show has everything. A caution on the emotional perils of competition, our memorable celebrity encounters, some truly dreadful job stories courtesy of the listeners, and pre-holiday weird snack talk. Also, an update on the cheese challenge and Tishy Recommends. My co-hosts today join me from way down highway I-35, which... Maybe the most under construction roadway <laughs> in the world, I know it is yep. up here, yep uh from trendy South Austin, Texas, it's Hillary the h bomb Livingston Butler Good morning, Hillary, and good morning
0: that I'm for Thanksgiving. We're going to my uncle's house as I said on our Thanksgiving show, and I'm so elated that I do not have to touch i thirty five It pleases me
3: that I do not have to go anywhere near it to go to Dallas, so
4: yeah yeah, wow,
2: yes.
3: And from non-trendy out in the sticks, Man Shack, Texas, it's the jail dude, Mike Frizzell. Good morning, my friend.
1: Good morning. We are defiantly (laughs) non-trendy down here. And and Hillary, I really measure uh, success (laughs) daily, weekly, monthly by my ability to avoid I-35 at all costs, you know.
0: For sure. Oh, I mean, when I have to get on it, there's one part of getting onto I-35 that I enjoy from, if you're going, this is such a hyper local thing. If you're going (laughs) east on 290, 71 and you take, Uh you go north onto 35, it's a really pretty view of downtown. Yes. Mm -hmm. Of downtown Austin. And, and, um, St. Ed's, and I love it. Although I shouldn't be staring out the window, because I could, like, careen off of the flyover. But I'm always like, children, look, it's so beautiful. Um, Uh And then I get on 35, and it's a full fucking nightmare.
1: I always find um, it hilarious when there are uh, cop cars parked along uh, I-35s. Like, you should, if someone's actually speeding on this this (laughs) road, if they get up to... Eighty miles an hour. You should pull them over and give them the key to the city. <laughs> Good job, sir.
3: I salute you. Yeah,
1: I don't know how you did it, but
3: well, it's no picnic up here either, guys. Sure. Yeah,
0: it's right outside Traffic my goddamn door. And y'all do the same thing that they do in Dallas, where there's like a like an East and West, right? Like a 35W. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. That's a nightmare if you're not from that city <laughs> mm-hmm. you will inevitably go the wrong way, and if you don't have a Texas turnaround, you know you're you're gone if they had those in Seattle and you missed a turn if they had the west and east parts of it, you just would just have to cancel your whole day just call <laughs> call the office and say, "Yeah, I went west, so bye." I'm just going to go home. By the time I get back here, it's just going to be time to go home.
3: Well, I'm just going to explore beautiful Forest Lake, and then I'll be
4: back.
1: (laughs) What's good out here? Anybody, any recommendations?
3: Uh, Well, we'll start the show today with some small talk, as we already have, and some feedback from you, the listeners. We'll dive into some medium talk with our topic for the week, and then we'll finish up with some housekeeping and let you know... How you can get involved with the show. Let's get into this Mall Talk update on the cheese challenge. Well, Christy is guarding the current results very closely, so I actually don't know uh, what kind of response rate we've had, but we're going to give you guys at least one more week to get in there with your cheese favorites. So yeah. we'll mention the uh, website at the end, but let me just say now cheeseoff.space which is my favorite (laughs) it's still funny please go there people have been saying oh this is more work than i thought it was gonna be it's as much work as you want it to be baby Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it's not like a test where they're gonna like give you a you know count off points because you don't feel something in Mm
3: -hmm.
0: we're not gonna be like colby Ugh, you plebe (laughs) (laughs) Please I <laughs> love a Colby Jack of fake cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you know that when I was little up until like way, way, way too late, I thought that um pimento cheese was like a kind of cheese. Like I thought it was <laughs> like you know, oh, like sure. yeah. Swiss.
1: I think I think I did too.
0: <laughs> oh, but it's delicious.
3: I'm not entirely oh, yeah, sure I... what exactly pimento is constructed of at this point, except that it's in the olives. Yeah, the red thing in the olives. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They
1: what make more pimento do sandwiches down here in Texas, and and it's, they're they're delicious. Oh, pimento
0: cheese, is so good.
3: Well, you know, our oh. grandparents' generation used to make like pimento loaf.
0: Yes, yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty gross.
1: Yeah, I had to overcome that to start enjoying. Uh, the pimento cheese later in life just staring at those things in the like the deli case you're like
2: mm-hmm. what what is
0: that you know what that was the good version of that was um, I feel like I've fully mentioned this on the show before but they used to have like ham and then they would squirt like cheese in the ham I don't know how they did it but there'd be little like dots of ham with um, dots of cheese within the mm-hmm. ham and my parents would get that get that for me, and I would eat it, but I would suck out the cheese first and then eat them.
2: such oh, a gross Hillary. kid. <laughs> 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 I was so
1: gross. What's wrong with you, me? You, you got it down. That's, you know, you didn't stuff it in a heater. No, that's you know. true. Good job by you.
3: Ah, no. oh, the 80s. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to this cheese conversation. I think it's going to be a good one. So please... Come, participate. We are very glad to have your opinions on that. Um, I put an item in here that I want to talk about that is that I should not be allowed to participate in any competitive <laughs> events ever. Oh, no. You have to tamp down that, that fire in you. I think we talked w- way long ago where I stated that I am a very poor loser and also a very poor winner. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So I need to not get into these situations. So last night, I went to my annual um, World Quest trivia event, which is run by this charity organization or nonprofit called Global Minnesota, which I think was started to like increase outreach between people who live in Minnesota and just around the world and sort of get people more involved in being a global citizen and so forth. And one of my coworkers is a member of the organization, so she gets us into this big trivia event. I think it's 35 teams of eight that come together for this one night and do global trivia. And it is so fucking hard. (laughs) And I... hate it (laughs) (laughs) you're like i want to be the best at this and every year i'm so excited to go do it and then i get so mad when i'm there and every year they do a country of focus so this year it was italy last year it was south america before that it was china and there will always be like a few extra questions about that particular country and so we all studied up on italy and you know learned about the parliamentary structure and when Rome was founded and all this crap. And it, you know, the questions are never on anything that you studied and they're Mm -hmm. never on anything that you could study. They're all like, what percentage of the world's fresh water does Canada own? What? 5%, 12%, 20% or 25%. Anybody? Mm -hmm. How I mean, <laughs> you can't you can't solve that. You just have yeah. to guess and it makes me so yeah. mad.
1: Yeah, I get it. I get that. Especially
0: when you have uh been like studying mm-hmm. previously
3: and you're like, I guess I just studied yeah. the wrong stuff. Great. And, yeah. There's always there's four rounds and the first one is flags and capitals which I can study flags and capitals. Yes. You want me to name every capital of every country in the world, all ninety, 197 of them? I can do it. But then there was like a question of um, uh, which one of these flags is different on the back from the front. Who studies the back of the flags? Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so Back
4: hard.
0: It's really hard. That's too too much. That's it's, like too much randomness.
3: So my we came in about halfway down the pack, and my teammates were like, "Well, you know, we had fun and we tried really hard." And I'm like, "No,
1: no, I see a table full no. of losers here."
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, we we often disagree uh, in in life and on the show, but here's one area where we are some. <laughs> Patico I I have been told by many people including my current wife uh Emily my my forever wife uh Emily that I am a terrible winner and a terrible loser I don't lose that often because when I find something at which I'm not very good and I inherited this from my dad my dad um was great at at almost everything and then he went to play golf one time and was terrible, which you always are terrible at golf your first time out. You're terrible. I've golfed dozens of times, if not a hundred or hundreds of times, and I'm still terrible. So he just decided it's stupid. It's a silly undertaking. So that's the co- sort of attitude that I, I take through life as well. You know, like if I'm not great at it, then it's stupid. Um, and, and and I get the the studying thing because – the the person who guesses right on the Canada fresh water thing, twenty mm-hmm. percent. Um, they they by might
2: the have. 20%. Wow! <laughs> wow!
1: There you go. There's a fact of the day. Um, that person may have you know been watching uh, 90 Day Fiance <laughs> instead of studying like you were, and that makes you mad. I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have been doing some mind rotting bullshit and still had just as good a chance to answer the question you know as as these people who who did no work and there there's probably some total imposters on the winning team of this thing and that that's got to piss you off so just call the whole thing stupid say you're not going to do it again <laughs> until you do uh, it again you know it's, dumb. it's sort of I hate just, it. just do a version of turning the monopoly board over because, you, know, <laughs> you just landed on Park Place you know? I was
3: joking that I was gonna flip a table <laughs> please
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah I get that it's just you're furious and you're and there's and it's inappropriate to let it out. Right. You're supposed to be it. a
3: good sport and applaud for the people who and, do it. <laughs> and it's like a charity too. Like, like so uh, I invented a Oh come on. I invented a new hand gesture. Yeah. So if you flip a double bird, so bird on each hand oh, yeah. and then you just sarcastically clap those single <laughs> middle fingers together, uh, like great job people, great job. I was middle finger clapping number, all night.
1: Is team number 19 making a slow jack motion <laughs> to the announcement of the winners?
0: No, I totally get it. I only, I I also only want to like excel at stuff. And yeah, I just don't even try if I think I'm going
1: to be bad at it. Although. Yeah. We, yes, we're Americans. We are
3: all somewhat I mean we bring um our true talent is the snark and the attitude on my team Uh so um while we do want to win, we are maybe not as sort of purely motivated as some of the other teams. There was a team last year. God, they were irritating. Uh, when the country of focus was South Africa, they brought vuvuzelas, which oh my uh, God, struck break. And then every time oh no. they got a question right, they blew their vuvuzelas and they got up and they ran around the okay. table. And <laughs> So we started well, getting up and running around the table to make fun of them. <laughs>
1: Here come the yacht horns next year. <laughs> 20%. We got it. I, Fuck
3: all y'all. I mean, it is fun, but it's infuriating to me. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get
0: it. I get it.
3: So luckily, it's only once a year. And then
0: <laughs> I
1: mm-hmm. have a
3: whole other year to get psyched up for it and then get mad oh, when man. we come in in the middle of the pack again.
1: Mm-hmm. Worse. It's never too early to start getting pre-mad about something. That's, <laughs> that's true.
3: That's true. As soon as I find out what that country of focus is, I'm on it. How long do y'all get? To what? To study? Like, to, yeah, well, like when they release the uh, country to focus on. Uh, they probably do it like six weeks or two months oh, okay. early. So right. it's a lot so- of time. Yeah. But, you know, uh, you can order seven flag, out of the eight weeks, you just say, yeah, I'm going to do that tomorrow. Totally. I'll yeah, start yeah, studying yeah. Italy yeah. tomorrow.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Italy's tough because it, like, wasn't a real country for, like, a re- long time. Like, isn't mm-hmm. it a pretty recent country? Like, in the last, you know, 150 years or something?
3: Uh, well, it was a monarchy up yeah. until fairly recently. It only became yeah. the Republic of Italy, I want to say, in... 1946 or something like after oh, wow. Mussolini wow see I've forgotten already I, I know it's, you've these. released it from your brain I understand does anybody want I to understand. know anything about the Italian volcanoes because I can talk about do you know there's an Italian volcano named Stromboli I was no. like isn't that oh. the villain in Pinocchio <laughs>
1: no that's a delicious I, oh, delicious I love a Stromboli dish I'm now. I'm I hungry. I got to get a Stromboli. It always
0: burns your mouth, but it's so good.
1: Oh, oh yeah, you got to get it. You got to you got to stuff the thing in there. Um, <laughs> here here's the thing though. Uh, I went to an Italian restaurant here in uh, Austin, and I ordered a Stromboli, and they brought me a calzone. No, not the same A calzone, a and and I took it. I took it back to the counter. and I said, I you know, I'm perfectly happy to eat this because I love it calzone too like who doesn't it's all the same shit it's like going to taco bell it's all the same shit just rolled up different ways sure and and i, I said uh yeah this this isn't a stromboli it's a calzone he says no this this is our stromboli and i said okay but it isn't really, you know, i need to correct you here stromboli yeah 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 you can keep serving this uh, as if it's a Stromboli, but don't, don't be surprised if some people roll up here and say this is a calzone but
3: let- so. Let the record reflect. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: yeah. Right? Right. I will eat this and I will enjoy it a lot. And I'm going to need another sauce because it's a different type of you know, deal here. But. Uh yeah yeah Stromboli mm-hmm. that's a is it a big volcano is it an onion volcano no, <laughs> no really
3: I didn't look about... any further than that as I was cramming okay. last minute yesterday I got one of those websites like fifty fun facts about Italy did you guys know a calzone is just a pizza folded over I was like great thanks guys <laughs> oh shit up. Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What does Mount Stromboli look like from the back? There? That's the question for expert level.
0: Oh uh, No, I, I am hungry now. Good Lord. I'm going to go get a pizza.
3: Oh Well, good. I'm glad yep. that we have a food-themed topic for today. <laughs> That's going to help. Yep. Well, Hillary, why don't you take us to the mailbag?
0: All right. Uh, first and foremost, thanks for writing in, guys. I love seeing uh, everybody's words. First, um, we're going to... Just read some things that uh, people have sent in to us Um, um, from Listener Bet. It says, hug uh, your phone to uh, to the recommendation of Crooked Media. They have two specific shows I want to add to Must Listen's. I can't talk today Um, What a day It's a daily pod That comes out Monday through Friday First thing in the morning It's about 20 minutes And just a quick news recap I love it It's the perfect runtime For my commute to work And great way to start the day Keep It is their Pop culture pod Which is great And I'm really enjoying it as well And of course Pod Save America Is great too Thanks y'all Keep up the great work I love the T-She I just finished Rocking out to 9 to 5 Yes In front of my big window In my living room My neighbors probably think I'm super weird So that's fun (laughs) You always have to have neighbors that think you're. I think my neighbors think I'm like psychotic.
3: So it's. it's great. Oh yeah, I've listened to every episode of Keep It. I yes.
2: love it so I much, love it too. Yes. and I learn a lot it.
3: because you know it's uh, three people, two of whom are black, two of whom are gay. So you know, not my yeah my exactly. lane at all. Yeah. It's such a yeah. good opportunity to sit and listen to people, <clears throat> smart, funny people from uh, different life experiences talk about. Yes culture and the intersection of politics and pop culture I like it a lot
0: I like it too and you know I am intensely jealous of Lewis's Oscar knowledge like he knows so (laughs) much about it and he's so he is really he just is like a font of knowledge and I'm Mm -hmm. so jealous of of the knowledge that I want to have and have some of it but he can go like super deep on on, like you know Joan Fontaine or whatever you know Olivia Mm -hmm. de Havilland like who was All.
3: nominated for Best Supporting Actress in 1946? Exactly, and it's like I don't, I ha- don't know, I don't know that, but like uh, I love
0: it. He, I, it's great. It's a really really fun show, and I, I recommend it as well. Um, they get some big stars on there sometimes. Uh, they really do. There was somebody they had. Who did they have? They had somebody the other week that was just really enjoyable. Well, yeah, last week it was JoJo who sang uh, the. Fabulous song "Get Out," which is an amazing song from 2004. So that was kind of a random guess, but, um, but yeah, they've had uh, like Kathleen Turner. I mean, they've had a bunch of random but like big people on there. Mm-hmm. My celebrity doppelganger, Busy Phillips, was on as well. Yes, so I I enjoy it. Um, Listener Bet also wrote in and said Hillary I agree with you about, uh, about stuff just being on TV I like to not think about what I want to watch because there's too much and I have to be in the right mood blah 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 we're going to cut cable soon due to the price too so I'm there with you phone hug yeah that's the thing it's like there's so much stuff out there that it's hard for me to commit and when I'm just strolling down you know TBS I'm like mm-hmm. yes the devil wears Prada <laughs> is on I am in <laughs> <laughs> so, I wonder yeah. if it'll be different this time. <laughs> it just is like so comforting, and I don't know. I mean, Dave and I started watching Succession, so I and I really enjoyed that. But really, just to like commit to a show seems like a lot of work sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it just makes the shows that you land on and watch for a little while even more enjoyable when they're it, they're peppered with catheter ads. <laughs> you know, just like. <laughs>
0: It's so true, though. Dave is like, you're watching this movie that you've seen so many times edited and with commercial breaks. What is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. I just it's very comforting to me. I don't know what to tell you.
3: The other one besides the catheter ads is the People who are setting up the lawsuit over the vaginal mesh that worked incorrectly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what oh, is
0: this? Yeah. I don't know. It's it sounds like a nightmare. Why do you
3: have no. to advertise on TV for this?
1: The new one's baby powder for lady parts. Oh, they they've just come out with that yeah. one. It's yeah, seven billion dollars. Get your slice of it. Lady. Let's go.
0: Who puts baby powder down there? Jeez Louise. But um, yeah, the um.
1: Question of the week. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Oh God. My favorite thing I used to do, this was before kids. I would like come home on a Friday, you know, I'm like exhausted from work, have a couple glasses of wine, settle in for some House Hunter excuse me, House Hunters International, and then I would inevitably fall asleep on the couch and I'd wake up to like some infomercial, like probably Cindy Crawford's, you know, the like Mm -hmm. melon. French doctor one, and I like get fully sucked in. So it's like three in the morning. I'm awake now because I've been asleep for five hours on the couch, and mm-hmm. I'm like, should I buy this? Is this like, yeah, do where's... I need to get,
1: do I need to get this? Look at her. Where's my credit card?
0: Look at her skin. It's beautiful.
3: <laughs> She's fifty. Ugh. I can't wait
1: because if I order now, <laughs> I get this all this extra stuff.
3: Six easy payments. Nineteen ninety
1: nine. I can't afford the hundred bucks. I need to. Spread that out a little bit.
0: <laughs> I really wanted those like Time Life, like what were they called? The like secrets of the. Uh, they would be like aliens and stuff. Like they would. Oh, it, I forgot about. It was those. a series yeah. of books about. You know. Uh, unsolved mysteries. They were trying kind of to cash stuff. in on
1: like the early uh um X Files. Yes, yeah,
0: exactly. Stuff, yeah.
1: When people still were reading books. Were <laughs> to
0: get really get the series going. Okay. Uh moving on. From listener John, he said, Since Anne liked Wolf three five nine, is that how you say it or three fifty nine? Three fifty nine. Three fifty nine for a podcast recommendation, I thought I would send a couple more along. Number one, Girl in Space, uh, less of a comedy, great sound design, great story. Number two, EOS 10, more of a comedy, super dumb jokes and a lot of swearing, also great story, very dumb jokes, <laughs> <laughs> lots of alcoholic jokes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love it. Love the recommendation. I already subscribed to Girl in Space, although I haven't listened to it yet because if I'm going to binge on something, I like to have like a project yes. where yeah, I yeah, can yeah. just keep yeah. it rolling. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah.
0: going to check both of those out. Thank you, John. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, all right. This is some a little bit more stuff that y'all wrote in. This is uh, about our question of the week last week. What was your worst job? And we got some responses for this. Everybody is passionate about their shitty jobs. Um, <laughs> and almost everybody has a story to tell. Um, I'm going to start with uh, listener Bob. Hi, Bob. And he says, hi, everythingers. Is that our... Is that our, like, are those our fans? I don't know. Do I, do we like that? Everythingers? I don't know. Do I kind of like I'm it. Talking? I do too. We are everythingers. Are we the um, everythingers?
3: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> hmm. That's a really, that's a deep, <laughs> a deep thing to think about. Um, <laughs> enjoying the show as usual. I would have to say that my uh, worst job was my first full-time job out of college. I worked in a lab as a lab technician for a PhD researcher doing neural spinal research. He was a very difficult, demanding, and psychologically belittling person. Oof. I hated going to work each day. I managed to hang in there for a year because I was enjoying my life outside of work. and needed the income to live on my own and pursue my interests. Now, I must admit, I was anxiety-ridden and immature, so I didn't have the greatest sense of self or self-worth. My resentment of the boss was probably apparent, and I would say my work ethic was less than stellar. Given that and the boss's personality, it was a toxic mix that didn't benefit anyone. My ego took a beating from that experience, and that took a long time to bounce back from. I could have gone into more detail, but it would be depressing for both me and anyone else subjected to the story. Thanks for the lovely shows. Keep up the awesome sauce. Um, thanks, Bob, and that sounds awful. the
1: The best part about that is that he owns. Yes, I was just gonna say that. Yes. That's
3: yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. very mature reflection on that whole experience.
1: <laughs> right, because at the time he was probably like, "Oh fuck this place! I hate everybody!" Bob, <laughs>
3: Um, yeah. a, that
0: actually goes back to the devil wears Prada because in it, <laughs> Stanley, oh, <like> Tucci, <laughs> she's sure. like, it is a really hard job. And Miranda Priestly is a terrible boss and she's very demanding and she's like, you know, super bitchy. But then at some point, she, you know, um, Andy played by, um, Anne Hathaway goes to Stanley Tucci's character and is like, Oh, this is so hard. I can't do it. Like, I think I'm going to quit. And he's like, you're not even trying though. Like you, you know, don't think that this is a good job. You th- like, deign to work here and everybody else, you know, would love to work here, like, and you're not even trying. And it kind of puts a some oomph in her step. And <clears throat> sometimes, I, like, I, I've complained to my parents about a job or school or whatever, or friends. And it's, I, my mom has just told me, like, you have to change your attitude, which is really fucking annoying. I hate when uh-huh. she tells me that. It makes me so mad, but it, like, it usually works. Like, it, I mean, mm-hmm. at least for a
3: little bit, it works. And well, when you go it, to complain about somebody, something, and get a little support, you. Yeah. You want the support and <laughs> you want people to say, oh, I'm so it sound, that sounds like it yeah. sucks. And instead you get, well, you need to take a look at your attitude. Like What? I know. Come on. What?
0: I am right. I'm always right. Don't you know that I am like the moral center of my
1: story? So you, you drop the gravy whisk and walk right out <laughs>
0: of the kitchen. I do. I'm out of here. That's going to make sense uh, <laughs> on Thursday yes. when you get this. Yes. Um, Okay, some some more jobs that were posted on the Facebook page that I just chose a few that delighted me or made me sad. Um, Thea Anderson said, spinach fields. I had to find the male spinach plants, parenthetically, they have balls, (laughs) and pull them out of the ground row upon row. Did this at 6 a.m. during the summer. as a 14-year-old girl with Dick High School boys as our checker's. Instead of just pulling what we missed, they would call us back and point. OMG, I hated Ooh. it. I only lasted one summer. The next summer, I got a job at, in a roadside berry stand. Can't believe my parents allowed this, looking back, where I yeah, often right. napped and brought my own whipped cream for berry <laughs> snacking. <laughs> You're a smart girl. High school boys
1: are the worst.
0: The worst. The worst. Can you imagine them just pointing?
3: Eh. Uh, you missed one. Ugh.
1: And I think you're wrong, Mike. I retroactively Uh, hate you. (laughs) I think junior junior high or middle school boys are the worst. (laughs) Ugh.
0: Yeah. Followed
1: closely by high school boys.
0: (laughs) The problem with high school boys is they like own their power a little bit more and use it, and it's annoying.
1: Yeah, but my my mom uh, taught both of them for many years, and she would always say i'm never going back to <laughs> uh, to junior high or middle school to teach ever ever ever, yeah. ever. and yeah. it was because of the boys yeah
0: yeah that's no, true i will
3: have to say of the sexual harassment i've experienced in school it was in 8th grade not yeah. in high school mm-hmm.
1: yeah mhm well and and to be totally honest i mean my my mom taught like honors english and shakespeare so the boys that she was getting uh at at high school we're probably the more enlightened you know, Ugh, crew. I don't
3: know though. Sometimes smart high school kids are Ugh. even worse. I remember yeah. God, I think I was, I was taking I was taking pre calc and we so all this you know, smart kids and um we had a student teacher who was I don't even remember what his name was, but he was blonde and adorable. And those kids ate him alive. (laughs) And I just sat there, you know, I'm a good student. I just want to learn and do my homework and, you know, get out of class and be done. And they toyed with him like a cat with a mouse for an entire Uh, semester. And it was horrifying to me.
1: Uh, Yeah. (sighs) My mom came out of the uh, she was a sub for many years. Like when I was She went back to school when I was a little kid. And that's part of the reason why I was like a latchkey kid at like two. Um, She went back to school and then she started working as a sub. And then she got a job uh, uh, at the junior high. And then she, you know, she got into the high school teaching and had a great career. But um, early on, those sub days were tough. And a lot of her friends were still subs long after she got a teaching job. And some of them were career subs who could handle the shit. But uh, I I was in the position of, of being in classrooms where my mom's friends were subbing and just watching, (laughs) watching things unfold. And, and uh, I don't know, I wasn't a bold enough kid to try to stop anything from happening, but she had this one friend uh, who was from England and, when she would come in, everyone would say, oh, there's a sub today. Uh, and people would be like, all oh, right, let's get her. And I was like, you don't know. You guys don't even know. <laughs> you don't even
0: realize.
1: <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're fucking done. She's going she's gonna to destroy you. Don't even try her. And then I would watch it happen. I go, oh, no, that's a mistake. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Career subs know what they're doing. Yeah,
0: they do. Oh, God. That sounds like a nightmare. Bridget once asked me to be a teacher, and I was like, no, I'm not going to be a teacher. <laughs> God, I can't handle that. Oh, uh, yeah. Goodbye. Um, okay, Kate, listener Kate said, I worked in a call center at AAA. Everyone that called was pissed, miserable, and angry that their car was broken down. Not <laughs> oh, my fault. Boy. The wait mm-hmm. time for tow trucks was always insanely long, and people lose their shit. I have answered 911 and had jobs where I routinely cleaned up poop, and that is still the absolute worst job I've ever
3: had. Ugh. hmm dealing with angry people all the time. Ugh. Yeah, that's Ugh. that's terrible. I yeah. want to answer the phones at the lottery office. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you
0: won? Yay! Good for you. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds When you know, I so I work in commercial real estate and I work on the leasing side of it, so we lease office, but like we're in charge of the office buildings and lease it to tenants. At some point a while ago, I thought about getting into property management, which is, you know, whatever. Everybody, it's a, it's a good profession. It's it's good for detail-oriented people and blah, 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 But I thought about getting into it and I asked my dad and he said, you know, the thing is, like when somebody's calling you, they're not calling you to say like, good morning. I hope you're doing mm-hmm. great. Bye. Like yeah. they're calling yeah. to like bitch about their air conditioner not working or something's leaking or they have space has been broken into or whatever la 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 and i'm like you know what i don't want to deal with that bullshit
3: oh that's dad wisdom right
0: there i know thanks michael it was good it was good wisdom mm-hmm. and he knows totally he knows my strengths <laughs> and that is not that's not one of them um then <laughs> another entry from a woman named jennifer livingston street hmm, hmm. Uh, hmm, I wonder if she's related to anybody here. Uh, She said her worst job was working as a cashier one summer at Fuddruckers. The boss once picked me up and swung me around like a child. Fun. (laughs) Uh, My sister is like tiny; Like she's like really little. She's short. and She's just like a tiny person. And I remember she was just like, this is the worst. And it was a time. I don't. They don't do this anymore. But the Fuddruckers she worked at in the front part, like the windows in the front, they just had meat hanging. Like it was like a butcher shop almost it would just like be these like huge things of meat hanging in the window we were like "Ooh, it's a little too i don't want to think about you know where my meat
3: comes from kind of deal let's Ugh. let's talk about this name fudruckers for a minute is that intentional <laughs> is this some asshole that was like eh, we'll call it fudruckers or <laughs> Fuddruckers. is there some reason that it has that name that's know. not a dirty joke adjacent <laughs>
0: I don't know. And it's such like a kid-oriented uh, restaurant. Like, I don't think of it as, yeah. you know. A,
1: it's a build-your-own-burger yes. place, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. I know
0: Bobby did comment, like, that toppings bar, though. And the toppings bar is pretty good. You're just like, sure. I will have more onions and pickles. Thanks so much. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know the history of Pudruckers, really. <laughs> That's something that you never <laughs> wondered
4: about?
1: <laughs> well, the, the, there's a restaurant in Austin. Um, I think they're sort of trying to be a... Larger chain, but I know it's a chain inside of Austin that's Fuddruckers. No, no, sorry, uh, Cluckers. <laughs> oh sorry. yeah, yeah. You know Cluckers. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I've never been there. Yeah,
1: but... I, I've been there a couple times. There's one near our old house, and um, and their their uh, catchphrase is, "If you don't like the wings, we'll give you the bird," <laughs> um, which means you know it's free. You know, if you don't like it. So, and and Cullen and I were sitting there at at the fucking Cluckers, and I and I said. No, they they need to do more with this, and I think I came up with the name uh, Fluster Clucks. <laughs> like if 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 we're too busy, you know, come back later or something like that. It's a Fluster Cluck right now. He was he liked it a lot. It, he never laughed. I, I've only made Colin laugh once in his entire life. Uh, and, but it, he, he admitted that he liked it and that it was clever and he brought it up again later. So I've considered that a huge victory.
0: <laughs> you did it. Yes. Um, Lu Lube, Louby's actually now owns flood workers, which is sort of, a...
1: Oh well, that's a recipe for yeah. well... carpeted uh, <laughs> ground in food gross. success.
0: Oh, uh, gross. Uh, well, I'm going <laughs> to do a deep dive later on this. Um, <laughs>
1: If you like- want your kids to eat badly, <laughs> uh we we have a uh, we have the category covered.
0: <laughs> um A couple more that I thought were funny. This is from uh, my best friend, Missy Murphy. She said, I worked at a call center for five days in college that handled surveys for menthol cigarettes. It was more stressful than teaching middle school. (laughs) God. (laughs) Um, I did ask her if she got free cigarettes, and she said no, but you could smoke inside.
3: (laughs) Is that just like your um, touchstone for everything? Can you smoke inside? Can you not smoke inside? (laughs) Mm. In in 1999, for sure,
0: that was definitely one of my, um, one of my, one of my thoughts. Can you smoke inside?
1: Well, no? that's like the point of divergence. Like, uh, Bobby was talking about how he had a great experience working for some place and Bet had a terrible experience yeah. working for the same yeah. place. Yeah. Like a place where you could smoke inside might be your, <laughs> Not Valhalla anymore, but... of of a of a job, but for me it would be like I'm going to kill myself if, <laughs> well, it's if anybody disgusting. else lights up today.
0: <laughs> oh, we all have our weaknesses. Um... Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then finally, Scott Starr wrote in and said, when I was 18, I spent one day working as a telemarketer at a scam that called itself the Nebraska Children's Liver Foundation. Mm-hmm. It was theoretically a nonprofit that raised money to benefit children with liver disease. After spending one day going through the phone book of some, sor- some small central Nebraska town calling everyone I heavily suspected it was a scam, I later found out that the organiz- organization raised money all year long to throw one annual event for kids with liver disease, a part in a hotel conference room in Kearney, Nebraska, <laughs> most of the mo- money went to overhead. I quit. Good All for right. you. Well,
1: well, this happened to me. I it was more than a day. It was probably three days uh, around there. Um, I was out of college and I was really flailing and and not finding a job in broadcasting and and one of the temporary jobs I took or you know wasn't a temp job but it was just a job that I responded to was uh for an organization one of these places that would call people and solicit donations to like a fireman's or a policeman's fund and what should have tipped me off right away is they had several organizations that they were quote-unquote representing Mm -hmm. and and when they would get a commitment from one of these older folks that they'd get on the phone um a commitment that this these people would write a check i would get dispatched to whatever area of the uh Puget Sound uh corridor um and go collect that check like before they could change their mind and bring it back to the office and after a few days and just driving around in my in my car and and using a lot of gas and not making any money and thinking about what was happening I don't know, man, I got a bad feeling. So good for good for our listener for getting out after one day, because it it took me a few days to figure it out. And I liked um, I liked the aspect of just just driving around and not having a boss or, you know, just like, okay, I'm gonna go get a check. And I'm going to think about you know what broadcast job I'm not going to get later or yeah. where I'm going to get my drugs. So,
3: <laughs> Well, and those ones that are always for the policeman, firefighters fund, that's yeah, just totally. insidious because when they yes. call you, it's what awful. are you going to be like, well, no, I don't support the police. So. Oh, no, fuck exactly.
1: those guys. Yeah. <laughs> the, and that put me in mind, you saying that put me in mind of there was um, a ballot measure. The only ballot measure that uh, passed like unanimously in every county in Texas or whatever in the last election was uh, it was a, it was a measure to allow police officers to adopt a canine dogs who are retiring. um, It was to waive the fee for adoption. And it passed like 92 to 8%. And I'm like, who are these 8% of people? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not fuck those guys <laughs> they need to pay the 78 dollars just like i did
0: oh my god so dumb there, there,
1: there's a vote no there's a just a people that there's no no <laughs>
0: no oh my gosh well there are a lot of other stories on our facebook page um thank you for sharing them there's some there's some wackadoo jobs that people have had so yeah go thank enjoy you. It was them awesome. yeah it was really great it builds character It does. We're all better people
3: for them. (laughs) Yes. Theoretically.
1: It it builds characters. (laughs) uh, For sure. Characters welcome. I feel like a much, (laughs) much more colorful character having gone through all the awful, awful things that I've done.
3: Well, let's hit up this current question of the week. Uh, Mike, you were very interested in doing this one. So why don't you kick it off? What has been your most interesting brush with a celebrity?
1: Well, I have had a lot of brushes with celebrity but um but they were mostly when i was a young man i did do a six month uh paid internship in washington dc uh for a television um network i, I want to say network but it was just wfaa from dallas and oh, they yeah. had five affiliates that they would feed to because below owned it yep all these so <laughs> we would do stories in washington dc and i got to uh, go to the white house Three times, hey. uh, twice to the press briefing room, which I don't think we've seen on TV since nineteen since uh, sorry two thousand fifteen, because mm-hmm. um, they just don't do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, um, Helen Thomas was very nice. Andrea Mitchell's a bitch. Oh, wow, um, really? Yeah, sorry, love her to death, but mm, she didn't like, uh, you know. 21-year-old guys (laughs) who didn't know where to, you know, put their camera stand down. So, rubbed shoulders with them, mic'd up politicians, saw Reagan, um, Dole, all these, Gingrich, all these idiots. So, all that aside, my biggest brush with celebrity was a celebrity I have not met, and that is Charles Barkley. And I've told this on other shows, but uh, when I uh, went missing when I was a fugitive. Um, uh, and, and, and the, the police finally found out, um, that I was robbing banks and that I was on the run and they were talking to my wife and they were asking her all kinds of details about me. And she knew that Charles Barkley was my favorite basketball player. And that I, well, actually I did drive him around, uh, at the 1987 all-star game, but there's no way he would have remembered me. um, but he was still my favorite player, and she thought that I might try to contact him, or the FBI thought I might try to contact Why? him. Uncle- unclear. <laughs> unclear. I think they were, like, out of ideas, because I was just robbing bank after bank after bank, and they just couldn't fucking, you know. So they were r- tr- running down any leads. And they would park outside, um, they would put all their agents outside uh, Phoenix Suns games because that's where, who who he was playing for at the time. And then they thought I was somewhere in Southern California, which was correct. And so they would put, when the Suns would come to LA or the Sonics would come to LA, they'd park all these agents around. They interviewed Charles Barkley about me. Really? They did. Really? Yep. And he said?
2: Yep.
1: I don't know this person. <laughs> Yeah, right? Sorry to this man, uh, as Kiki Bomber (laughs) has (laughs) said. I I have a a memory of of when we were on our way to the All-Star practice in 1987, um, stopping and uh, getting a USA Today for him so that he could check some college basketball scores because he was a very avid uh, better, which I think he remains to this day very much an average, uh, sorry, avid sports better. Um but really you know that small favor that i did for him didn't stick with him uh, it doesn't loom so, large in his memory it didn't it didn't so it was a it was a it was a, it was a bad lead it was a cold trail <laughs> so there's my brush did
3: not bear fruit
1: it did not it did not and he probably wouldn't even remember it now like you would be like what what, what the fuck are you talking about <laughs>
3: Uh, Hillary, you lived in L.A. You worked I in did. the fancy mall. You have lots I of celebrity did. stories, right? Uh huh. I do
0: actually. Like I, I did live in Los Angeles, and I lived in a part of Los Angeles that had. Uh, it, it's it's actually hipper now than when I lived there, but it's called Los Feliz, and I I we saw celebrities a lot. I think, if I remember correctly, Grey's Anatomy like filmed around there, so I would see. Yeah, they did. Uh, I would see. Um, Catherine uh, what's her last name Heigl yeah I saw Catherine Heigl at the height of her like she was like the shit we were in line together and I was like oh my god and my sisters were in see this is the stressful thing about living in Los Angeles is you have to not that you can control any of this but you A want the weather to be good because it's like it's LA like that's what's you know supposed to happen. And B, you want to have a celebrity sighting or at least like I wanted to provide it to my guests, especially my sisters. So I remember like standing in line at this restaurant that was sort of near my house and No, I went to go park the car. My sisters were in line. I got there and they were just standing there, like motionless, like "Uh, I don't know what to do. Uh." (laughs) And I looked, and I, I, you could just feel it. Like it's weird when a celebrity comes into a restaurant or something, because just something changes about how everybody is acting. Everybody is acting very stilted or like awkwardly talking. Um, And anyway, uh, it was very exciting. I felt proud of myself. I was able to engineer that. You Um, produced. I did, I produced, yes. Um, uh, But when I worked at Toomey at Century City Mall, which has changed a lot, but I'm sure there's still a Toomey there, but um, we did get a fair amount of celebrities to come in because as I think I've said before, they were really strict about having um, cameras. Like paparazzi was really not allowed. It was sort of hard to get into the mall. Um, And so if they saw paparazzi, they would kind of um, escort them out. And the Grove at the time um, was the more popular mall, so it was, um, like, just more people went to it. Um, so I think it meant celebrities would go to ours because it was a little less populated. Anyway, so I saw Angelina Jolie a whole bunch of times. Her dad, John Boyd had, like, a, I think he had an office nearby, so he was always just, like, meandering through the mall, like, smiling, like he had Alzheimer's or something, like,
4: hey, everybody.
0: <laughs> like, he wasn't buying anything. He was just sort of, like, He's walking just around. hanging out at the mall. Yeah, I mean, listen, who wouldn't? Um, but my my most like memorable interactions were Chris Rock, which wasn't like he just. I remember what he bought. He bought like a it's like a, a suitcase, like an actual like fold over. Um, what are they called? I'm out of the game for so long, like a hanging bag, basically a wheeled hanging bag. And he was so nice and he was exactly how you want him to be. Like he was very loud, but like in a funny, he was funny and very nice. And he spent $875. So I was pleased with the transaction. Um, But then the one that I had the most like really like interaction with was James Spader. And this was before, this was kind of in a, you know, he wasn't doing that much. It was before the show that's on now was on and it it you know, obviously it was after like Pretty and Pink and all of that. But he was really nice, but he came in on Sunday. We closed at six on Sunday, he came in at like mm, five fifty five and Oh no.
3: Not cool. I was
0: like not cool. I like that's my pet peeve. Don't come in at the last minute. And I was really good at closing almost everything up by that, like before we close, like I wouldn't close out the register, but I was like pretty close. It counted all the money and everything. Mm-hmm. Of
1: course, you'd counted it down to less than zero. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Would you say that? Good one, good one. Um, but he was nice, but weird and eccentric, and he really wanted this one bag. This is why I was a terrible uh, manager because I was just like, "Go to the Beverly Center. I think they have it there." Like <laughs> I'm just pushing him out. <laughs> um, but he does this thing that I hate. It really irritates me when they say, Oh, like what's your name? and I say, Oh, my name's Hillary and then he overuses my name to like mm. I don't know if he thinks he's being nice or but just to also get my attention and it feels like oh Hillary, um Hillary, yes, could you get that Hillary, Hillary and I was like Ugh.
3: But um
0: It's a power it play, still, like, right? Because totally he can use is. your
3: name but you can't call him James.
0: Yes. Oh yes, James, yes, yeah, okay. Um Oh my god, I would I, but, have paid a
3: hundred dollars if you'd done that and I could have witnessed it. <laughs>
0: But I do remember. I think Dave and I must have just started dating then, and he was just hanging around out the outside because you know Dave is a few years older than I am, so he's definitely a child of the eighties. Like he was a teenager in you know nineteen eighty seven, so he was like thrilled by it. Um, How about
1: you? Uh, you get on your phone and within earshot of Mr. Spader and say, "Dave, guess who I got here? Andrew McCarthy."
0: So rude. <laughs> Ugh. Steph in Pretty in Pink really is, like, the hottest bully. Like, he's such a bad person. He is the, a hot bully. Biggest, he was a hot he bully. He a hot, you hot bully, though. Yeah. And when he goes, like, you're going to be late, and he just points, and the bell rings. You're like, oh, you're so hot. You're so evil, but you're so hot. You're so cool.
3: <laughs> I mean, he's really the case in point that beauty does not last, because no, no, dang, does he look weird these days. No. And
0: he's in real life, and this is, again, this is 2004. In real life, he... um. Is it not as tall as, obviously, nobody's tall. He's probably 5'8 or something. Oh, yeah,
1: I was going to say that, yeah. He has a,
0: um, the body of, like, (laughs) a... A 55-year-old mom from, like, Iowa or something that's so mean. But, like, he's a little stout. Like, he's... uh, It's mean to
3: moms from Iowa. (laughs) I know.
0: Uh, No, that is mean. No, it just... He was a little bit more uh, rotund um, than I would have thought. He wasn't fat. He just had sort of, like, a fat ass. He wasn't wearing his girdle that day? No, he was not wearing his girdle, but he was wearing a fedora. And I was, like, rolling my eyes. I know. Okay, I'm
1: out. I know. And, like, shorts.
0: It, It was not a
1: shorts and a fedora
0: (laughs) it was like panama jack sort of where are you going (laughs) oh my god um but it was it was cool and you know i mean i'm
1: margaritaville called (laughs) they want their asshole back
0: i am such a start effort that i loved when celebrities came in you know i was like trying to keep it cool but i was inside like geeking out about it i'm like oh my god did you have Um, like a running
3: list where you would Write down no, who you saw or you just no, just in your weird, head. Weirdly
0: in my head, I mean, it was a lot of celebrities, like Diane Lane. I mean, never anybody it wasn't like Brad Pitt or something, but Angelina Jolie did come, but it was before she was she was dating Brad Pitt. So when she, was she
3: was with Billy Bob, so it,
0: yeah, it was like, ugh. um I recognized her child first because I'm psychotic. I recognize Maddox. I was like, Hey, that looks like Maddox and then I was like looked and there was Angelina like trailing behind.
1: Didn't they have like weird uh, like uh, necklaces? that yeah, they had, that had blood. each other's like. Bl- yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she wearing that?
0: No, 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 no. I think this must have been like in between the yeah. time because she she adopted Maddox, and I think Billy Bob was like, mm, no, thank you, I'm not interested in this. Um, Maddox,
1: come <laughs> on. What, what's the next kid? Smoltz, Shiloh. Shit. <laughs> Uh, Avery, Schmoltz,
4: Maddox. Um, Come on. Now anyway, you're just it, naming
3: two, 2000 or 1991
4: <laughs> World Series Atlanta Braves pitchers. I love it.
1: That's Come great. on now, Pedrosian.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was a fun. I hated that job because I wasn't good at it, but it was pleasing whenever we got somebody semi-famous. Mm. I liked it. Made it worth it, right? It did sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> made it worth it.
3: Uh, Well, I have not had many brushes with celebrity at all because I have not lived in a place or worked in a place where the celebrities (laughs) congregate. Um, I'll tell one that I have mentioned before, but it's one of Mike's favorites. So um, for people who are not baseball fans, probably the most beloved Minnesota Twins baseball player of all time is Kirby Puckett, Hall of Famer, uh, World Series hero. In the aforementioned. Delightful, 91. rotund. Yes, a very um, non traditional body type for yes. a baseball player. He just.
1: For a center fielder. Kind
3: of looked like a tennis uh, ball, but God damn could he move.
1: <laughs> probably the fattest center fielder to ever take the field and probably the best. One of the best. Mm-hmm. Amazing.
3: So this happened back, I'm going to say it was 1992 or 93 just after the Twins had won the World Series. So Kirby's stock was pretty damn high. But my dad used to travel for work a lot. He would like go back to Switzerland for three weeks or a month or something. And so uh, we would go to the airport to get him. Of course, this is pre-9-11, so you could go all the way to the gate. Yes. And he must have been gone for a really long time, which is the only reason my mom would take all three of us kids to the airport <laughs> to get him. And so we were waiting at the arrival gate for my dad to get off the plane, and Kirby Puckett got off the plane first. Obviously, he was in first class, so he was one of the first people off. And my mother could not name a baseball player if you put a gun to her head. Uh But in this instance, she said, It's Kirby Puckett! It's Kirby Puckett! (laughs) And all the people standing around, there was like a big party of people that must have been waiting for someone. And they were all like, oh, Kirby Puckett, Kirby! Oh, it's Kirby Puckett. Look, it's Kirby Bucket!" And poor oh. Kirby just, you know, wants to go home. And he just uh-huh. like sort of hunched his shoulders and kind of turned his collar up a little bit and kind of walked really quickly away. And my mom was like, quick, Ann, run after him and get his autograph. And I was like, "Oh No. no, no. <laughs>
1: The only thing that would be worse would be for us to chase after him at this point.
3: (laughs) But the idea of... That really shows you how famous he was that my mom screamed, it's
0: Kirby
4: Puckett. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I love your mom's like selective Tourette's when it comes to seeing people like
4: Amy Klobuchar.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Amy, we love you.
1: Yes, everyone knows who she is. Yes. Yes, that's her. Yes. Everyone sees her.
3: (laughs) Well, and the other one, uh, the other story I have actually uh, also involves my mother. And like Mike, it's somebody I never met. Uh, and this, I think I was in college, so it must have been like 1995 or 1996. And my mother was at the Minnesota State Fair and she was walking past i don 't know like the side door or the back door of one of the television studio sets there, and who should come out but the star of Hercules, the legendary journeys Kevin Sorbo <laughs> Kevin Sorbo it, noted wow. noted conservative name. yes, uh it oh. was when Hercules was just hitting pig as you know far as a syndicated <laughs> cheesy fantasy show can hit big but uh he is from Minnesota i think he's from Mound or something so he had come back to do some interviews at the tv show and he just happened to be leaving at the time my mom was passing by and so she just <laughs> walked with him she was like oh hey Kevin Sorbo and she walked with him oh, and no. she told him that she had a teenage daughter Who also watched Hercules: The Legendary (laughs) Journeys, and she had one of the wallet size of my senior picture in her wallet, and she took it out and
2: showed it to him,
3: and then he autographed the back of my
1: senior picture. (laughs) No, 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 no. This did not happen. I I don't want to see photographs. I do have it. She gave it
4: to me.
0: Oh my god you have to post oh, it no, i will no. I have to post it i love that kevin sorbo signed your picture exactly
1: <laughs> oh no and what was the name of the full name of the show again Her- hercules the legendary Adventure.
3: hercules the legendary. colon the legendary journey
1: i i just want to believe that that when she sidled up to him she <laughs> said you know My daughter and I are big fans of Hercules, The Legendary Journey. (laughs) Colon. (laughs) Colon, The Legendary Journey, available on, you know, syndicated Channel 11 here. I mean, come on, man. Come on. This cannot be I cannot
3: control my mother, you guys. (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. What a force of nature! What it was a big awesome. it
0: was a big deal though because I watched a little bit of that. I was super in college. I was really into like Zeno Warrior Princess, and I think there were definitely some crossover events mm-hmm. with, <laughs> with Hercules.
3: I will always have a fondness in my heart for that show because it was the first place that I saw Carl Urban, who oh. was I don't know in his early twenties, and he played Cupid. So of course he was very sexy, and then he went yes. on to be. Um, a quite well-known actor although I hated seeing him in that uh, Star Trek reboot you know he played Bones yeah. and yeah, the wig yeah. they put him in was terrible and the accent <laughs> he was trying to do the DeForest Kelly accent it was terrible but he was in the second Bourne movie you know there oh. was like the so, Russian um, yeah. equivalent yeah, yeah, yeah. to yep. Jason Bourne and he was so sexy in that movie I was <laughs> like oh my god like, he just spoke no. Russian and yes was super hot and so yeah. um hercules was the first place i saw him i had him as my um my desktop wallpaper for a long time <laughs> i love it <laughs> i love it that's fantastic oh uh so everybody listening tell share your celebrity counters with us please please, please. Mm-hmm. extra points if they involve your mom being uncontrollable <laughs> well let's move into a little bit of medium talk um this story that i uh dug up this week so it's about italy right so you can kind of figure out how i came across it i was yes. <laughs> researching yes. uh at current events from uh that involved italy and in the hopes that this might come up at the the trivia contest it did not but it's a good story uh from forbes magazine i had to scroll back up at the top uh, prosecco flavored pringles confiscated in italy and the dazzling deeds in this article are are numerous let's start with uh italian officials have seized hundreds of packages of prosecco flavored pringles potato chips The term Prosecco can only legally be used for the region's well-known sparkling wine. More than 200 packages of Prosecco and pink peppercorn-flavored Prinkles (laughs) have been removed from an Italian supermarket chain in the Veneto, the region where Prosecco is produced. And then it goes on to talk about how all the winemakers and so forth are extremely protective of the term Prosecco. It's just exactly the analog as how... Uh, it's only champagne if it's produced yep. in the Champagne Valley. Region. So Prosecco yeah. can only be produced from this one particular spot. Um, let's see. A spokesperson for the Kellogg Company went on to explain that the company, quote, used a Prosecco certified product as an ingredient in the seasoning, and our use of the descriptor on the packaging was developed in line with the DOC or the Denominazione di Origine Controllata. Guidelines and European regulations. Uh, then Armando Serena, the former head of the DOCG of the Consorzio Vini Asola Montello, which produces Prosecco, says that the, produ- the Pringles producers, quote, have illegally used the name of a world famous Italian product. They have trivialized it and, I believe, shamelessly lied, declaring it to be a powdered ingredient when we all know that Prosecco is liquid. I rest my case. Oh <laughs> uh, so Europeans are so
1: funny. Um I feel like everybody is wrong.
3: Here. <laughs> Agree. Um Agree. you wouldn't try prosecco and uh pink peppercorn sprinkles?
1: Uh no, I would. Uh, of course I would try it. I mean but would you buy it? Mm. And, and the thing is, you're 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 kind of ruining something that people like, which is Prosecco, and something that people tolerate, which is Pringles, mm. and disagree. you're putting them together, you know, to make it something easy to easier to reject than the two things individually. And that's that's a bad combination. As a as a marketeer, uh, I think that's a bad combination.
0: You know, I I disagree. I feel like this is prime like bachelorette party food Ooh, everybody's like so fun oh,
1: prosecco oh. Well, and Pringles. In, in that you'll be holding a lot of, of hair <laughs> later um as as we see these stupid chips come up with the sex on the beach in the duck park. the second
3: <laughs> appearance of the prosecco pringle yeah, right 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 <laughs> second harvest
0: um yeah. no uh I, you know i this one doesn't really appeal to me, but the thing is about Pringles, I disagree. So Dave and I were talking this morning about Pringles because, you know, Anne sent us all these amazing articles about different flavors of Pringles. And I was like, you know what? And Dave looked at me and we were like, Pringles are fucking great. And I love Pringles. Mm-hmm. It's not something I buy at all. Like I I, I sometimes will buy them for the kids because they really like the sour cream and onion and they sell them with the little like snack packs. But um, I fucking love Pringles. They're so good, and they're so like salt. They're so salty, but I feel like they can handle a lot of things. Like I, they're a sturdy chip. It's not like a Lay's that's like whisper thin. Mm-hmm. This can handle some flavor, but they do a
1: pretty terrible job with the seasonings. Generally, that's that's my experience. Is Pringles are serviceable, but the the flavors are just kind of lazy. It's just it's kind of <laughs> dusty, lazy, mm, salt I don't know. and
3: vinegar yes uh, yeah that's the
1: one that's the actually the only one that i purchase God, on so any kind of a regular basis. Salt
0: it's so good
1: well i don't know so i went down a rabbit hole
3: of all <laughs> yes. kinds of weird pringles yes. flavors i was like stop me please stop me i can't help myself um i want to run maybe a few of these weird pringles yes. flavors past you guys and and see uh what you think about it let's see and and we are not hurting for any for articles about weird Pringles f- flavors. No, There's like no. a thousand of them. Yes, but let's see. Well, they keep bringing up prawn cocktail on no. all the lists. No. Although this website I'm looking at calls it prawn cocktail, which maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly really, But I will stand up for prawn cocktail because that is a, a classic that's an English flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You have that in everything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, sure. I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, there's one that's called Pringle's Old American Circus <laughs> Funky Mustard. <laughs>
0: I love foreign people's, um, like, trying to see what America, like, it makes, delights me when they're trying to be like, oh, this is American. And you're like, that's
3: not American. No, well, I'm not sure what makes the mustard funky. There is a (laughs) picture of the yellow mustard squeeze bottle and a pot that says honey on it. (laughs) So So maybe it's honey mustard, not
1: funky mustard. Yeah, yeah, spicy, honey, anything but funky. (laughs) Don't do
3: funky. I saw a couple of this one: a mozzarella sticks and marinara. I don't think yes, that's please. a total weird no, that's flavor good. as far as pringles goes. Uh, bacon Caesar salad—that's yeah. so random, <laughs> but I would try it. How um, do they? How
1: do you flavor lettuce in there? I mean, what is the?
3: <laughs> that's true. Well, so it's got to be like bacon. There's got to be an anchovy flavor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little, a little hint. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't know what else would. Be in there, lemon. Uh, mayo potato. I mean, listen, sorry, Phyllis, but I
0: like mayo a lot, so I Me too. can see it working.
3: Okay. Um, <laughs> there's one here that has three different uh, cans, three different flavors, soft shell crab, grilled shrimp, and seaweed yes. flavored. I mean, obviously, seaweed, that's going to be an Asian market, right? That's yeah. probably not yeah. going to appeal to us, but... I don't know. That's their thing. Well,
1: when I was working for uh, the number two, I think pizza chain in the company, uh, sorry, in the country, um, back in the day, and we were opening up in Korea, Japan, all these places in the in the in the Orient. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, Grandpa. The flavors <laughs> were alarming. I mean, just like oh, cuttlefish <laughs> and monkey eyeball. And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> If that sells, all right.
0: Uh, I just like you hearing you like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, well, you know,
1: is it, it's 60% of the market, the pizza market, so we're going to sell it. Mm-hmm. But it uh, doesn't mean I'm going to ever eat it. Uh, there's one here that's called Cheese Carnival, which
3: I really wish we could get our hands <laughs> cool. on when we do She's our carnival. cheese I deal. I, feel yeah.
1: I just want to attend one of these. The cheese Carnival. <laughs> Looks like uh, China. Sit-
3: Cinnamon sweet potato, and there is French writing no. on this. So nope. that's I don't I don't love a sweet potato. So
0: that's like I don't like sweet potato fries. That's not my first call. No, up. me either.
1: They're kind not. of mealy. They're just, yeah yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got. Mac and cheese. This has got to be American because it looks like it's a tie-in promo with the Children's Miracle Network. It's got the <laughs> the CMN uh, hot air balloon logo on it, and underneath it says, Make Miracles mm-hmm. Happen. <laughs> but I've never seen mac and cheese Pringles anywhere. Me either. Me either.
1: Well, the the thing is, it's like, um, you know, you have your carb already. Well, how are mm-hmm. you working the mac into this? I've got a potato chip, so. True. Basically, it's a. Cheese, trip, true. Which is fine. I'll eat a cheese chip, but don't don't front like there's a, any mac in there. Mm,
3: mm-hmm. uh, how about balsamic vinegar?
1: Well, my father-in-law likes to say it balls hammock uh, <laughs> vinegar, which is really uncomfortable.
0: That's also like the vagina mesh. Like uh, somebody's going to be suing for it. <laughs> um, you know, it's like it's along the lines of of salt and vinegar. I can see it kind of working. I don't love balsamic that much. That's not my go-to dressing or anything, but I could see it
1: would be fine. The
3: thing about most a Prinkle- balls
1: hammocks t- uh, smell like vinegar. Sure.
3: <laughs> Gross. <laughs> well, you would know. <laughs> um, I think probably, personally, the most disturbing one on this list is the blueberry- which no. is definitely, what the I fuck think, no. I mean, that was now. South Korean or Japan or something. But no. uh, underneath it's a blueberry and then it says natural and cool. <laughs> 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 ah Those cool,
1: refreshing Pringles. Yeah, refreshing mm-hmm.
0: chips. No, I do not like that. I don't like, especially with blueberries, I don't like it when they're like forced into a situation like a blueberry kind of
3: needs to be on its own or in a pie and like that's about the yeah i love eating fresh blueberries but i'm yeah. not so into like blueberry yogurt or no no maybe on a waffle stuff. yeah
0: yeah there's this really dumb movie with um channing tatum and uh, what is her name rachel mcadams it's like a nicholas sparks movie where she loses her whatever it's so it's really silly but for whatever reason i've seen it a lot and there's a part that sticks with me when it's supposed to prove that she's like a stuck-up bitch and she orders um a blueberry mojito and i always thought that sounded disgusting like the most disgusting drink possible like who wants a blueberry or- oriented drink crossed with a mojito
3: i wouldn't but <laughs> no <Ugh. laughs> uh, Let's let's hit a few more in this list okay. there is one that's called pringles american diner Cheeseburger, I think All you right. can smoke inside that I think that's,
1: that's what that's the attraction it smells like smoke taste like smoke. I guess
3: uh continuing the American theme, this is America. there's the New Yorker's Street cheese dog <laughs> oh, God, and the container, no joke has uh skyscraper buildings that have an <laughs> i Heart new york sign and the statue of liberty several statues of liberty actually
1: I would try this one for sure though Yeah I The mean, cheese
3: dog but again where does the dog come from Mike Yeah
1: um i uh, well at least it's not redundant I suppose. you know like like a, a carb inside a carb i mean if there's a hint of dog then we can we can get that going <laughs> But why did you skip the LA the L.A. street.
3: I don't know. Uh, you want me to do all thirty? And there's well, a lot. Well, I mean,
1: but I was thinking maybe the only distinguishing characteristic of that one is like a L.A. Lakers flag is attached oh. to the <laughs> side of the can. You know, L.A.
3: Um, uh, A German sausage. I get behind a sausage, yeah, Prinkle. Sure. Let me tell you, that sounds great. Uh, garlic well, if seafood. you're not giving
1: me hot dog, where's your sausage flavor coming from?
3: Well, I, I don't know. I assume that See? it's better spices. Um, Garlic seafood would eat. Grilled shrimp and garlic mm-hmm. would eat. Extreme extra pepper would eat. <laughs> I would eat that. Yeah, 100%. Fine. Prinkle's Grand Canyon french
2: fries. <laughs> I don't understand what, what that means, but...
3: I mean, I haven't been to the Grand Canyon, what? so I don't know about the French fries. Famous for there. its French fries. <laughs>
1: we'll have to ask Jeremy because he went to the Grand mm-hmm. Canyon.
3: Yeah. And the final one on this list is finger-licking braised pork. That's what it says on the can. Finger-licking braised pork. It's a lot of descriptors there that I'm not sure
0: I can get behind.
1: Also, that can seems really small. It seems like a a Lifesavers tube or something. (laughs) Oh, it does. Or else this guy, this person has giant hands. Could
3: be. That's definitely a male hand. Yeah. So, maybe. Maybe they just make the Pringles a little bit smaller in Korea or whatever.
1: I think How do you gender that hand?
3: I don't know. Hillary, you agree with me. Yeah, no, it looks like a male hand.
1: It reads male? Yeah. Yeah. You You only see
3: the thumb and the tips of the fingers, but I don't know. That's a man thumb. Okay, yeah, I All agree.
1: Right. I don't want to be responsible for misgendering <laughs> uh, people's hands around a uh, finger licking braised pork tube. But I mean, you guys is, go ahead. They don't,
3: they don't look like lady fingers to me. Um, we can't <laughs> talk about this without getting into the dessert Pringles. Yes, yes. Because I know you man. have some thoughts Ugh. on this, Hillary. But I found a few. Well, we had the pecan pie. That was in the list, yeah. but also salted caramel, milk chocolate, white chocolate, peppermint, pumpkin pie spice. Of course, you said you would not kick the cinnamon and sugar out of bed.
0: Hell no. That sounds delicious. And it sounds like an easy way of flavoring. Like it doesn't... It's just a... You like just a need, churro. Yes, exactly. Like it's always a yeah. good combination. Um, I just don't think that there's anything dangerous with it. I mean, honestly, all of these sound pretty fucking good to me like i would i would eat them i mean i don't again
3: and you said this like i don't want a whole can but i would like a sampling right i would uh... try a white chocolate peppermint pringle yeah of course but i can't imagine that i'm gonna be like
2: "Mm, i'll have some more of those
0: (laughs) see what i'm wondering is is you know sometimes if you get those things of popcorn like the um like at christmas time sometimes you'll get those like big like cans the, of uh-huh. popcorn. That like the, the tri-flavored it, ones? Yes. And sometimes it tastes good to mix like regular popcorn with the kettle corn and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, like the salt and the sweet, like is that what it's going to be like? Mm. Is it The problem is, is it does not need to be too sweet. Like sometimes they go too overboard on this and I'm like, no, I need a little bit of the salty in there.
3: I mean, they do have, do you? your point is well taken because of <laughs> caramel corn and yes. like chocolate drizzled popcorn Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just the potato-ness of the pringles makes me think that that might clash but i guess i would have to try it to know for sure (laughs) I haven't seen them anywhere. Uh-uh. I wonder
0: if you can just like order them on Amazon or something. I might have to be on the lookout for this. I'm I going know. to H-E-B later. I'll see if I can find
3: them. Kelloggstore.com. Well, that brings me <laughs> to the last thing here, which was another. This is just from the 5th of this month, so it's quite recent. Pringles Ups Thanksgiving turkey-flavored snack game with turducken Ooh. stackable chips. Now, I'm not on board with the whole concept of the turducken, because what yeah, is the point other than to do it yeah. because you can? But this has ever wanted a Thanksgiving turducken feast with all, without all the mess and hassle of actually cooking a chicken inside a duck inside a turkey? Pringles has you covered with its new Friendsgiving Feast Turducken Kit, which comes with turkey, duck, and chicken-flavored chips that you can stack and eat. There's more savory combinations, too, as there's also cranberry sauce, stuffing, and pumpkin pie-flavored chips in the product's special tray. And then, okay, this is the mind-boggling thing. If you want the holiday Pringles, you'll have to ask fast. Last year, Pringles Thanksgiving dinner flavor assortment sold out in 41 minutes. That's wild.
0: That's wild. Because I was thinking before, who's going to buy this? But apparently everybody.
1: I I think I can make it even bigger hit. Oh, yeah? I just had this idea.
3: Oh, wait, wait. Breaking news. Mike has
1: ideas. (laughs) live live mike has ideas okay so the the pringles can is full of the turducken chips there's the turkey there's the duck and there's the chicken and we we line them all up consecutively so each time you take three out Mm -hmm. um and then the packaging we change to one of those packages like with the yogurt where you dump the you dump the um like the fruit or the you know whatever it is the the little dark chocolate or whatever into the yogurt, mm-hmm. you just have like a sidecar of gravy um, on your Pringles <laughs> can. And then, so you take out three chips and then you dip into the gravy and then, you know, you're all good.
3: Hmm. Um, wh-
1: Seems like I'm getting mixed reviews. Here on my, I mean, on would idea. you Maybe like to go back to the mic-
3: microwave, the gravy a little bit, warm it up before you dunk? Well, you know, or you know, I mean, is this uh, like
1: congealed? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, cold gravy, gravy. is unappealing. Mm, something we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to deal with. This so maybe some sort of heating element that activates when you peel the top. Mm. Um, I mean, it wouldn't be you know, a refrigerated like thing, type right? situation. This is
3: gonna have to be shelf stable, so it's not gonna be cold gravy. Maybe it just needs like mm-hmm. a really good stir. Yeah, to really yeah. liquefy it.
1: Yep.
4: Hmm.
1: Imagine the pre-orders on, on, on a product like this. I mean, Jesus Christ, Pringles, get on this shit.
3: I mean, they wouldn't have a pre-order from me, but...
1: <laughs> hey, Joan's Soda did did uh, Thanksgiving gravy or whatever. Oh, like, That just on, seems
3: guys. unbelievably disgusting to me. Oh. I think it's the yeah, idea yeah. of drinking gravy that... Uh, oh.
0: you know i'm a big gravy fan but that sounds disgusting no yeah
1: exactly it's like drinking ketchup or something like (sighs) yeah it's a condiment Uh, let's not uh, get carried away guys
3: by the way i would eat the ketchup flavored pringles for sure yeah they had a couple on some of those lists where i was like uh yeah like the dill pickle oh yeah yeah oh
1: dill pickle chips are great that's not
3: weird for sure you dorks not weird at all stick to blueberry
0: that's not weird (laughs) <laughs> right, so that's weird. Blueberry,
1: yeah, it's it's weird how that's a very simple one, and and you've you've given us a lot of awful options, but I keep going back to that blueberry as the one I'd least yeah Mm-mm. would even want to Mm-mm. put in my mouth. Mm-mm. You know what I mean?
4: <laughs>
1: and I'm someone who you know ate himself blue.
3: <laughs> violet Beauregard. Right. Well. I am going to pre-veto any chance of a T-She Pringles tasting yeah. event. No. Because, first of all, Christie's going to be sent Jeremy to um, <laughs> grocery stores all over the world in order to, yes, to dig all yes. of these up.
0: <laughs> Bye, Jeremy. Hope your passport's ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I
1: just... He's in Siam trying to get some, you know, <laughs> shrimp cocktails, whatever.
3: Finger-licking braised pork. <laughs> oh, <God>. yeah. <laughs>
1: Did you guys have that?
3: Uh. Shit. All right. Well, who's hungry now? Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, I am hungry. <laughs> I think I have some pring. I think I actually do have some sour cream and onion Pringles in the pantry. I might have to go mm. take a little sample. Mm. Okay, I'll be right over. Okay. Before we get out of here, Hillary, you have a recommendation for us. I do. This is so basic, and people are going to laugh at me. But, so, you know, I'm with my kids a lot, driving around, you know, everywhere in Austin, sitting in traffic, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. I sort of force them on them, and they don't want to, so then occasionally, you know, we'll listen to Spotify, and my kids are like me. They have terrible taste in music, and they want to listen to, like, pop music, or, you know, like. Bridget as you know, going down the rabbit hole of listening to like whatever is really popular now, which I this is what makes me feel so old because I'm like, I don't even know who this is. I don't I've never heard the song before. Anyway, I was thinking to myself, I need to like let them listen to I need to expose them to good music, like historically good music. And they're aware of the Beatles and they'll listen. They they have some awareness of it. But the other day I was just like, you know what? I'm going to listen to Queen. Like I feel, oh, I know why. Rory's team won the championship and their T or T ball league. So on the way home, I was like, oh, I'm going to play. We are the champions. Cause that'd be kind of funny. And then they were kind of like, oh yeah. You know, and it started a queen. Uh, we just went down the rabbit hole of queen and I like queen, you know, I was a child of the nineties. I loved Bohemian Rhapsody because I love Wayne's world so much. So I have an appreciation, but really didn't go super deep. And actually I remember when I was in sixth grade, when Ice ice Baby came out, and I loved that song so much, like of truly, course, it was like my favorite song, and I would listen to the radio and you would hear like dun, 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 dun. and I kept like, "Oh my gosh, yes, it's Ice ice baby, and then it would be under pressure, and I was like, "Damn it, no, <laughs> um, I was so mad, I hated that song. Well, I have done a 180 because that is a fucking great song it, it I just love it. I love listening to it with the kids. They love it. We have a good time listening to it. It just is. It's just a good song to kind of get you revved up. And I know it's cliche. I know we've heard the isolated tracks, but goddamn, he had such an amazing voice. Just amazing to listen to. Uh, and it he was so weird but cool. And I don't know. I just like it. I have a new appreciation for Queen and in
3: particular, Under Pressure. I really love just the like random hollering. That he does on the, that that Yes. Yes, Beep. 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 <laughs> Beep.
0: it's so true. God, though, it is funny. I remember being eleven or twelve and being like, "Where is Vanilla Ice? I don't like this stupid. I don't like this guy. I want Vanilla Ice." And we all rec- we all remember the like MTV. Um, interview with Vanilla Ice, where he was like no man it's different i have an extra yeah. like ding like <laughs> ding 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 ding
3: ding <laughs> ding din. <laughs> oh, oh that's, why right. that's why it's different it's like an impeachment right. hearing
0: <laughs> the strength of
3: that evidence
0: anyway my my recommendation is a very old song but a very enjoyable one under pressure classic yes
1: all right housekeeping hello okay Come on! Did in. you bring my Pringles? Everything's cool. <laughs> we only have plain. Ah, all right. Fine, hmm. fine. Well, you can uh, buy stuff from us. Uh, our merch store at littleredbandwagon.com is still open. Uh, I'm going to try to wear some of this merch to this uh, little meetup later that Hillary and I were attending at Easy yes. Tiger. Um. And uh, you can still rate and review us at any time, please. I I know this sounds like every stupid podcast you've ever heard. It's like, please, push us to the top of the rankings. No, we just want, we, we have big egos. Yeah, we like <laughs> we people want... to tell
0: us we're smart and pretty. So go do yes, that yes, on iTunes. Exactly.
1: Speak for yourself.
3: I want to get to the top of the rankings. <laughs>
0: yeah. Marin. here I come. Okay. No, call there back to the trivia. And it's competitive. <laughs> come on. You know what I see here?
3: It's a table full of
1: losers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I count as as great personal growth uh, the fact that there was one super negative review on there from someone who did not listen to the show and will never listen to the show and was mad about something else that happened in another place. And I have not called that person out on any platform or in any personal message or anything like that. Just letting it sit there. And I know he doesn't hear this because he he doesn't listen to this show. But I I feel like I feel like not confronting that person made me a better person. So
0: you're a good person. <sighs> it's not your fault.
4: <laughs> it's not your fault,
1: <laughs> right?
4: Well, honey, <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah. It,
1: it is because I I I roasted the dude. I, I completely ruined him, and and uh, yeah, he took he took revenge, but I'm. I'm not going to be petty. Not anymore. (laughs) No, no. This was the extent of my pettiness right here.
3: Uh, Get involved with the show. If Please. you, besides giving us a rating and review and telling us all how smart and pretty we are, <laughs> <laughs> our website is thisshowhaseverything.com. Of course, you are always more than welcome to use throwyourphone.com to contribute your thoughts and opinions and feelings on cheese or Pringles. Well, use the form for cheese, but on Pringles or anything else that we've said, we enjoy your participation so much. Uh, You make this a really rich experience for all of us. Uh, Speaking of the cheese challenge, I will remind you (laughs) cheeseoff.space at least one more week to get that done. I don't know how many times I have to ask you people, don't be losers, be winners. Get in (laughs) on the cheese challenge. (laughs) Please. Please, if you are a Facebook user, you know, except for Justina, um, feel free to come join our Facebook group. You will get approved within, I don't know, 30 seconds probably since yes. there are like eight admins. Someone's yeah. going to see your request yeah. uh, and we will let you in and we're having some fun discussions. And it's just a good place to hang out with people who are like you. The show Twitter is TSH. Everything that's TSH everything and you can send us longer emails to tishi at 10 dot send us a voice memo just record it on your phone and stick it in an email and send it to us and as hillary always says we love to hear your voices and fax bobby your butt he's you know he's got a concert weekend this weekend yeah. so he could really use a little ass through the fax machine to- i hope he
1: put some paper in there because i think he you know he's gonna get a lot of faxes <laughs>
0: Hey, um, real quick, though, speaking of asses and fax
3: machines, I just want to tell Alan that we're thinking about you Oh, we'll yes, Alan, we are thinking of you. We hope everything yeah. goes really well. Alan's having some uh, health challenges. I meant to bring that up at the beginning of the show rather than when we were talking about, <laughs> about faxing. But It's appropriate. It's appropriate. It's your role, Alan. You had to embrace <laughs> it at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. And speaking of the, that, the fax number is 617 354 one three and uh thanks everybody for hanging out with us today um i enjoyed it i think mike and hillary enjoyed it and until next time that was everything
2: Keep it Slashed and torn